Welcome to the Degenerates Clubhouse, a place for less than distinguished gentlemen to discuss nonsense and fuck all tomfoolery. With your hosts Aaron and Armando. Honestly, who's going to listen to this? What a couple of stupid fucking cunts. Be rolling! Welcome, Whoa. podcast fans around the world. Holy shit. It's time for episode 58. 58? Did I fuck it up? 58? Yeah. 58 of the Degenerates Clubhouse. I'm doing my ring announcer voice because yesterday, three Denver-based fighters, one who lives very close to this very apartment uh-huh. in which we were recording, uh-huh. fought and won. Yep. In triumphant and dramatic fashion, Armando, mm-hmm. in one word, how would you describe Justin Gaethje's fight with Michael Chandler? One word. Violent. In two words, how would you describe the dynamic between Rose Nama Yunus's haircut and Weili Zhang's haircut? Sexy dykes. Oh, that was a good one. In three words, how would you describe Kamaro Usman's questionable fashion choices? Face punch time. <laughs> I, I really <laughs> give the man credit for wearing a leopard print suit, but like it was like velour. It really screamed like old Jewish Brooklyn woman, and he just you know what he rocked that unapologetically. He can get away with it just like uh, just like uh, you know. N- this is not a racist statement at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's always amazing when you have to preface something <laughs> yeah, right. with it. this is not a racist. But statement. you know how like black people can get away with wearing like. Like all purple head to toe, or like they can they can wear like it's not like it's matching, but it's like all like they'll wear a top uh-huh. hat, a coat, and it's all neon pink, and like you look good. I you you and I could not pull that off. Do you know who else wore all purple head to toe velour? It was my ninety six year old aunt Eileen, oh, yeah. and she had one of those like little rascal scooters, and then somehow she became friendly with one of the Nuggets players. Like they would text each other. Uh-huh. And so she got courtside seats. So she rolled up purple velour head to toe. She had like a big purple hat, like the kind of like poofy purple um, that looks like a like a really 70s rug. And she just rolled up on a rascal scooter to the Nuggets game. And then, you know what? I think Usman would have been proud. He would have been like, damn, she's got style. Where do you get those studs from? The the I think I think when I was like Four, five, and six, I could probably pull off wearing, like, you know, all one color, head to toe. <laughs> As adults, I don't think we could pull it off. But Kamara wearing that leopard print, that's pretty, you know. But you know who else I could see wearing, like, really tight leopard print? Uh, oh, this chick in Florida? A promiscuous Florida woman. <laughs> I like how the... Uh, the transitions are kind of not planned, but we know where I like. I know where you're going. I see the the clock work grinding. Okay. You know what makes the transitions really good if you stop and, and explain you talk it. about it for a while. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's just journalism 101. Uh-huh. They teach you that in comms class. Like, a, like, yeah, like, like explaining jokes. Okay, Florida man. This time it's actually Florida mom. Florida mom says she was banned as school volunteer over participation on adult websites. Victoria Treese, 30, threatens $1 million lawsuit against Orange County School Board. Is this Orange County? Oh, it's Florida. Why am I thinking Orange County like L.A.? Like, duh, it's Florida story. Anyway, Orange County Public Schools classroom volunteers threatening to sue the district over claims that she was banned from campus due to her participation on legal adult websites, a news release from her attorney said. As WKMG in Orlando reports, Victoria Treese, who has been on... Addition school volunteer at Sand Lake Elementary School for the last five years, 
claimed she was told she could not be a volunteer because of her participation on an adult-only internet sites, including OnlyFans and the adult access section of Twitter. Ooh, I don't even know about this. There's an adult access section? I th- I thought all Twitter was just wild, wild west. You can put, like, porn on it and all that stuff. I'm pretty sure, because I, I, I remember I used to get, like, you know, those fake accounts, like, hey, hey, single men, do you want sex? I want sex. Click my link. But, you know, all that weird shit that I just ended up blocking a bunch of it. But you ever get that? No, because I, oh. I don't, I haven't really used Twitter that much. Neither I, do I. And... Briefly for the show, it, you know, because we had our segment making friends on Twitter, uh-huh. I was using it in particular for that, and then it kept giving me these suggestions like, "Oh, you like this joke by the comedian? Do you want to hear about this mom whose kid just died and now she's grieving?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> fuck off, Twitter! Like, what the hell, man?" Like, and they, and I would, I, I'm sure I could have turned off the notifications at some point, but they would keep popping up, and I'd try to turn them off, and I just get to the point where like, you know what? Twitter, your value added is not worth it for me. I'm just deleting the app altogether. I get, but if they had been like, "Hey, do you want to see some skanky Florida mom uh, in a 15 second porn clip?" I'd be like, "Twitter, where, where were you all my life?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know about this, but no, they didn't. So apparently, Twitter's algorithms didn't really have me pegged correctly. No, uh, Trees 30 is a mother of five and ten year old students who attend Sand Lake Elementary and has no criminal history, according to the. Jame Law, the firm representing her. Miss Treese has never appeared on school property in other than normal, everyday and school-appropriate clothing, as contrasted to her private online videos and pictures, the Jame Law said in the release. Legal part... Oh, go ahead. For for real, in Florida, like, how bad would it have to be for them to be like, oh, that's not school-appropriate clothing? Well, I mean, she's... I mean, in Florida, it'd probably be like like see-through where you can see the nipples through the shirt. Like, that would be probably... That'd be okay, but if there were also nipple rings, they'd be like, whoa, 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 that's too far. (laughs) Rain it back. Leopard print, bra, nipples, straps. I don't know. Legal partners John Zielinski and Mark Najem are representing Therese, who is threatening to sue Orange County Public School Board for $1 million in damages as well as her reinstatement as an additions volunteer. The basis for damages include denying her the right to par- participate in her children's lives as she chooses, the doctor, the choice of denying her chosen livelihood versus seeing her children or being able to volunteer and the ridicule she has suffered and will suffer as a result of being banned for no reason other than offending the moral sensitivities of another for what she does, does privately, legal officials said. So she's a volunteer, a single mom volunteer, for a elementary school where both her kids, she's a volunteer for that school, and it kicked her out? I mean, it sounds like it. They're like, hey, you're doing porn. That's not up to the high moral standards of Florida. Cut it out. When I, when I, see, when I heard that at first, I was like, okay, hold on. Let's, let's take a minute to assess. What exactly is she doing, right? Is she just posting, like, some nude stuff on OnlyFans, or is she doing, like... Like thirty gentlemen bukaki sixty nine dot com, you know, like yeah. maybe there's levels to that. I don't know, but maybe not. Maybe if it's legal and that's I mean, interesting because if she was paid, if she was a paid employee by the school, by the whatever organization, mm-hmm. then they probably have the right to just can her based on that. But because she's a volunteer, yeah, so they're just kind of like, sorry, ma'am, you just can't come around, and she gets mad, so she sues them. Like it doesn't make sense. So, so there's two more things at play here. One, like, I don't think she was putting it out there that she was on OnlyFans, right? Like, if this was, you know, if they did, like, take your your 
daughter to work day or whatever. Or like, you know, like they had the, the parent teacher show and tells uh-huh. where like the parent would come in and be like, I'm a firefighter. We go in the fire station. We put out fires and they give a little talk. If she, like, goes, she goes and she's like, I'm a whore. I'm, I'm on OnlyFans. It's like, yes, I, we have a PowerPoint presentation about what I do. And then she's just like showing clips. Nice. And the kids, I mean, kid comes back, mom, today was great. I loved it. <laughs> Mrs. What's her, what's her name? Uh, Trice, Trice. Miss Trice is the best. Mom, why can't you be more like Miss Trice? And, and then I could see where this would all come from. But I don't think that's what happened. So obviously, someone narked on her. Yeah. There's some. Let's let's be honest. Some dad. Yeah. <laughs> who was like, oh no, um, I I found this, and then the wife was like, wait, what? What do you? Why did you? Where? Why did you find this porn on OnlyFans? He's what like, oh you, no, yeah, oh no, 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 no. It was. It was to protect our kid. It's to protect our kid. I swear to God, no other reason. Yeah. We have to, and that's how it all escalated. Guaranteed. Um, when I became a mother, they became my whole life. So I wanted to fuck obvi- your mother. Uh, they became oh, my whole life. <laughs> so I wanted to obviously to be involved in every part of the world, whether that's at school, at home, or in just everything. Tree said. So I knew when I had kids, I'm going to be the room parent. Uh, blah 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 blah. Per the Office of Legal Services, we do not comment, comment on potential pending or ongoing litigation. The statement said, while speaking to reporters Thursday, Tree said her adult career should not affect her participation in her child's ed- education. It's nobody's position to judge what anybody does in their private life. Tree said, if I'm not hurting anybody and I'm not affecting anybody's day, then it's somebody's choice to do something that's fully legal. Tree says she feels isolated from other parents. It does not define my whole life. That's a part of my life, but it's not my life of being a mom or being a parent. Uh, she also reflected back to her childhood when her mother would help her at school. My mother did it for me, and having her there was my best joy growing up. Just getting to have a parent to see you at school and encourage you to want to be at school. Um, what was that one? Uh, there was that one younger chick who was like on. This was like a decade ago, or probably longer. She was like on the the one. She was one of the original. Girls that was like on the uh, the teen pregnant show on MTV, whatever. My bad baby. Mm, no, no, no. She she was like a like Is a cash me outside girl. No, no, no. That's a whole other topic. This was a girl that was like sixteen and pregnant, or I think that's the name of the show. It was like where they were Honey like boo boo. God damn you! And it was like a young broad who like you know was like she said, I'm gonna be I'm, I'm a great mother blah blah blah. It doesn't matter that I'm a teen. And then fast forward because she was getting so much limelight, she was like. Hey, how can I stay in the limelight? What can I do to stay in, in, uh, in the you know public's pers- perspective? And she ended up doing porn with this one dude, and then Octomom. Maybe didn't did Octomom do porn? I think so. She probably did. Anyway, but it's like they're doing it just they're doing it for publicity. They're not doing it for the sake of their child or whatever. They're like, you know, they want to be they want to be famous. Anyway, this chick's pretty hot. I mean, she's. You know, single mom of two kids, pretty attractive. But I don't know if you're gonna do that shit. Then you, I think you gotta face the consequences and just like you know, nut up. Sorry, you can't you can't work for this. If this was a, again, if she if she was employed, just transfer the kids to a different school. Transfer the kids to this different school and and you see know, if, with a porn friendly policy. Yeah, with a porn friendly policy, exactly. That was it for the story. Um, I don't know. I don't. I. I I I don't we're, we're we live in a society where this kind of shit like if you do it like either be out and open about it and, and suck it up and face the consequences or or definitely suck it up that's extra clicks extra dollars yeah anyway. you need to, you need to get little Timmy his college fund sure 
right, that was it for uh, Florida Man, Florida Mom. Uh, we're going to go to Reddit. Ask Reddit question number one. Aaron. Uh-huh. Jaffe. Sure. Do you have a middle name? Maybe. I probably know it, and I just forgot it. Anyway, Aaron, what is something that is so 1990s and early 2000s? I don't know. Armando Julio Ramirez? <laughs> I don't have a middle name. It's No, it's canon now. It's Julio. Julio? Yeah. <laughs> if I had to choose a middle name, I don't think it would be Julio. It, actually, you know what it... I know, but you don't get to choose your middle name. It's given to you, just like the Julio no, was given to you. No, sir. In the, in the Mexican culture, usually the middle name is like... like a last name or a name of like someone like one of your yeah your ancestors right? exactly so like mine would have to be like my grandfather uh, grandfather's first name was Jose Maria so my name would be Armando Jose Maria Ramirez can it sound any any more Mexican than that Jose Maria Armando Jose Maria Ramirez it's it's epic it sounds like uh, the protagonist in a really bad romance novel yeah yeah yeah. In like a oh, oh my god, Armando Jose Ramirez is going to come and sweep me off my feet. Oh no. Um sorry, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> what, what is something that is so nineteen nineties and early two thousands? There's a there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot. Uh, Na- name a couple of them. Or name one and then we'll we'll fire back and forth like things that Koosh balls. Remember those things? Koosh balls? You remember Koosh balls? No, what the fuck is that? There, there was a lot of, like, just dumb shit. Particularly, I remember from when I was in middle school that it would become, like, they were just fads, right? They'd be super popular for, like, two months. That was one. You remember Koosh Balls? Do you remember Snap Bracelets? Yeah, those are cool, though. Those ones that were just, like, they... They were dumb as fuck, well, but no, it was... they would... No, because some of, like, some of the smart ones, they would imprint, uh, like, mm-hmm. a ruler on it. Sure. And then, so you was, it was it was too... It uh-huh. was a bracelet, but it was also a ruler. You're trying to justify yeah. it. yeah. I had one it's of like, those. Or you could just have like an actual functional ruler, but yeah, but you couldn't carry it around in your brace in your wrist, dude. Those were huge snap bracelets and koosh balls were like, I'm trying to describe them. Like, so they were they were kind of like rubbery, where they were soft and kind of like gushy, and they had these like little like rubber like tendrils. Oh, they're just yeah, they were just they were like kind of semi bouncy, and they just had like mm-hmm. they were they looked like the like the thing's head. Wait, like they were just like oh, you can still buy them on Amazon. How much are they? Speaking of the okay, so ten nine dollars. I yeah, I get I get you. Speaking of Koosh balls, they they reminded me of treasure trolls. Treasure trolls were like a nineties thing, right? Remember those little fucking little troll dolls? Yeah, troll dolls, and then they'd have like the fucking weird hair. And then uh-huh. fast forward to like the late two thousands, they had made movies out of fucking treasure troll tro- the trolls troll, troll dolls. Yeah, troll movies. Um, well, I I'm assuming that some of them are worth tons of money now. Uh, Beanie Babies. Yeah, that was the other one. Except the Beanie Baby windfall never came completely. For I know some of them are, are pretty valuable, but people were convinced. They were like, should I buy stock or should I buy a bunch of Beanie Babies? Beanie Babies, that's a smart investment. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. I, I got one. Um, You got a Beanie Baby? No. Blockbuster video stores. Those oh, were the yeah. shit, dude. I loved that. It was... It was fun to go to the store and spend like stupid amounts of time just trying to decide what movie to watch. But it was like an experience. It was like it was like part of the experience was going to the store, mm-hmm. picking out some snacks, getting like a couple movies, maybe buying some of the. Remember, but they used to do those like two for ten dollars or four for twenty dollars, uh-huh. like used. Uh, that dude, it, it was fun. I used to have fun so, doing that. So, so I remember there there were a couple. There was three video, competing video stores. Where I, I lived, there was the Blockbuster that is everyone you know everyone's familiar with. 
there was TLA video. I don't know what that stands for. And it was it was like obviously a much smaller, probably regional chain. TLA had a way better selection. And they had the crazy innovation. Instead of having like 15 different boxes of the same movie, they would just have one box and they'd have little tickets. There'd be a little hook. So there'd be like 15 like tickets and each one correlated to what they had in stock. Right. So it was like way easier to find stuff at TLA and they had like a lot more on the shelf. But the one that I really remember, there was West Coast Video. Um, you've been to Narberth. Remember Narberth, Pennsylvania? Sure. Remember where Mapes was? Remember Mapes? The little store I bought. Five and Dime store? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, that was, that was uh, Narberth. So, so there was West Coast Video. And even when I was young, I'm like, why the fuck is it called West Coast Video? Because you're like, on the East Coast? Yeah, like I don't think they have these in the West Coast. This is this is a sham. This is bad marketing, West Coast video. But the 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 thing I remember about that most there's there's this woman who worked there at the front desk. I've got to imagine like dermatology could fix whatever was wrong with her, but she just like had all these like moles and warts and it was kinda horrific, but when you're a little kid you just kinda get used to it. But I just always remember her because I was like kinda fascinated and kinda terrified at the same time. It was grotesque. It was like um, like the little kid in the beginning of a horror movie gets like scared by the neighbor. Who's, uh-huh. who's something's, maybe, that's, maybe I'm talking about Home Alone. But it was like that. But they actually end up being really nice and helpful. Oh. It was like that, but she still could have been a serial killer. I never tried. I never actually befriended her. Um, some of the answers on Reddit to what is something that is so 1990s and early, two, early 2000s. AOL Instant Messenger. Hell yeah. I used to love that shit, dude. I would, I would, I would, uh, dude, I'd hook up with girls dude that reminds me of the one prank we did on uh did you hear about this i don't think we ever talked about it on her prank we played on uh on zach Steckline. yes no no no, no i'm sorry we played it on bollocker it was <laughs> okay so remquitz and zach lived down the hall in harris and then aaron uh ellis and or no james and myself lived like a couple doors over in the same hall and a lot of times we would just either all hang out in someone's room or go to go to their room and drink or come to our room and drink, whatever. Bollocker was always hanging out with Lancer. This was before he was a Lancer. And he was using Zach's uh, computer that was running AOL Instant Messenger. And so what I did down the hall is I created a fictitious uh, AOL AIM uh, account name. And I was, like, sending messages to to Zach and then, but Christian was reading them, and I anyway, I I I played, I played the persona of a girl that was like a volleyball player that Zach knew and that was like hot and like looking to get a boyfriend and and like I was like, have you ever had sex on a sex on a on a washing machine while I was running? And Bollocker would get all excited and would, would like run down the hall, dude, dude, who's this girl, Zach? Like I, I'm just talking to this chick and she's hot. And anyway, fast forward Aww. a couple years later. Uh, Bollocker asked Steckline, "Hey, uh, whatever happened to that volleyball girlfriend of yours?" And then, and then uh, Zach and I both look at each other, just start laughing. It was like, "Dude, it was me. It was Mondo the whole time. It was, I was, it was like catfish using AOL Instant Messenger is what it was." So you catfished one of your friends yes, by sir. posing as a hot girl. Yeah. Nothing problematic <laughs> no, about that at I all. I thought it was funny. Uh, uh, that actually, that is funny, but but yeah, a little perverse at the same time. Uh, user Double Stitch writes the Encarta Encyclopedia. Oh my god, yes. What's that? You remember that? Oh. God, that was crazy. So like, right when they figured out how to make CDs for computers, uh-huh. that was the shit. Because oh yeah, yeah, it's it, starting to ring a bell. It was it was. I mean, it was just an encyclopedia, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, encyclopedias are just just <laughs> back in the day, kids before the internet was really a thing. You had these big books I had a, that were sort yeah. of like a shitty 
short reference section for like all, all sorts of random things. But the big thing on Encarta was you could get videos. And I remember there was one video about hermit crabs where you you click hermit crabs and you could see it coming on the shell. We're like, oh my God, fucking God. Yeah. You know, like we're like, whatever, sixth grade. Get so excited just looking at the little clips on Encarta. Again, like Jet, like Aaron says, this is before the internet, boys and girls. We we are, yes, we are that old. But it used to be... Uh, when I was a kid, it was Radnor Rolls. It was a, like a, a skating rink. Mm-hmm. Like like roller skating, but then they had because uh, I remember I remember the layout. I mean, this place was just as dark and dingy as you could get, and you, you'd come in and there like the whole roller skating rink would be in front of you, and to the right were just these like shitty like I probably hadn't been cleaned in months like little tables and stuff, and there was uh, a little window where you'd get food, and that's where you know if you so many kids had birthday parties at Red and Rolls, that was just like the cheap easy birthday party. And then, like, past, like, in the back corner, there were just all these, you know, skee-ball and arcade games and everything, and you get the tickets, and then you could get, you know, it was, like, literally the, the, the monetary equivalent of, like, $200 of tickets, and you're, like, you might get a kush ball. Yeah. You're, like, oh, my God, this kush ball, I want it. It was mine. User uh, Ninja109 says, caller ID box and cordless phones. Oh, I'm going to add to that. I'm going to add to that. Pagers. Did you ever own a pager? No. I, I had a pager. I thought I had the... I thought I was fancy because my pager had like over 100 different pre-programmed messages. So That's like, cool. And I know I never dro- deal, uh, dealt drugs, so I, I, yeah, yeah. I skipped that. <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> had a headphone jack so you could listen to FM radio. I, I thought it was like the coolest fucking pager ever. Um, so, so just like that friendly neighbor down the block is like, Armando, I need you to come take this package. Yeah. <laughs> across town don't look what's in it it's fine it's just a nice delivery to the my elderly grandmother and you're like okay and you took it that's that's why you're the pager right yeah <laughs> now it's canon your name is wait was it armando well, maria see, pagers was that kind of intermediary between having landlines and cell phones like like there was like a, a period where it was like there was a need to have like access to being reached out to when there was not. Uh, Mando, what would your middle? What was your middle name going to be? Jose, Jose Maria. Hello, I'm Armando Jose Maria, the prepubescent drug mule. Whoa. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, user Ko19 writes. I don't know why I did that accent because you wouldn't have had that accent. No, no. I don't like you didn't have a, a really like bad Mexican accent when you were. No, I don't think so. I, I retract that. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm going to get canceled. KO, KO19 writes, nights and weekend minutes. It was free after 9 p.m. Oh, yeah. It cost like 10 cents to text, and the only time minutes were free was if you were within the same carrier. None of my friends had Sprint, so I couldn't even count on using the same network for free minutes during the day. We've already mentioned Gemstone 3 and the $400 phone bill I racked up. Ooh. That was on AOL. Next tell. Beep, 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 beep. You know what? You know, here's another nostalgic thing. Just the AOL CD. Uh huh. Everyone just had like five of them laying around. Yeah, they had like a certain number of hours of internet access for each CD, and then yeah. when you would <laughs> use one up, you download the other one so you can get more time. All right, so that was it for credit. Cre- 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 that was it for Reddit question number one. Are you all right, buddy? No, this was, I was. I was reading like. Do, I, a, do we need to get a neurologist in here for you? I was trying to like speak. And then I was trying to read a different sentence at the same time. Does that make sense? And it didn't. It my brain was not. I understand. Okay. Speaking of, that's what be- happened when I did that bad accent. It was. It was. I was trying to. I just got my wires crossed. Speaking of not being very intelligent. <laughs> Reddit, Fuck. Reddit question. I just number, played myself. <laughs> Reddit question number two. 
Who isn't as smart as people think? I actually answered this one on the the, the Reddit thing. Oh, did you? Doctors. Yeah, yeah, they're not. A lot of times they're just kind of guesstimation. But so, so I'm also separating that from whether they're good at being doctors, whether you like their diagnosis or their treatment plans or any of that. A lot of doctors are just legitimately dumb human beings. Yeah. Like, if you were doing, like, a bar trivia night, not even a bar trivia night, if you're, if you're doing some sort of, like, basic problem-solving game, like yeah. at a party, you would not want them on their team. Yeah, some because, of them are missing common sense. Uh, common sense, internal logic. Yeah. And this, this was the example that I gave of just a doctor being truly dumb. Uh, she decided that I had a rare genetic disorder only commonly seen in the elderly Chinese population. <laughs> and this is this was in was, granted there were masks, but uh this was in a face to face, like in person uh eval. She asked me, Oh, are you Asian? <laughs> and I was like, What? And like I look because there's um you should have I, said yes, yes, sir. Miss, Miss, Miss Osali, Miss Osali. Yes, yes. No, I, w- I should have done the the bad uh, Hispanic accent to just really throw her, but also said yes. And say so your name is Jose Maria. I'm Filipino. I'm Filipino. That's what my last name <laughs> is. Ramirez. My name is Armando Jose Maria Ramirez, and I'm Vietnamese. <laughs> no, <laughs> Filipino. Vietnamese don't have last names Ramirez. Filipinos do. I, sh- I should have said my name was Armando Maria. Wait, what was it? Jose, Jose Maria. Jose Maria Chang. Chang? <laughs> Pretty cool. Like, but, yeah. No, so, so, and I looked at her. I don't know if it was her uh, nurse practitioner or whatever. But she had, like, an assistant in the room. I look at her like, like, oh, this is a joke, right? Like, she's... She's just making it, oh, fuck, no, she's serious. <laughs> oh, my God, I completely regret going here. And I was really pissed off because this was in this was in a hospital, which is, is it's a state hospital, right? Uh-huh. But you could not get access from the state's marketplace plans. So, like, like Colorado has marketplace plans that you can buy into oh, for yeah, health yeah, insurance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, it's, so it was a state hospital that none – of the marketplace plans provided access to, which is fucking bullshit to begin with. Like, did, like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, so, so I had paid money to see her. Yeah. And then she's, I mean, we're 20 minutes into this thing and she's like, oh, are you Asian? I'm like, oh my fucking, this is costing me $300. I, yeah, and then you're like, I'm, I'm, I. It just makes you lose complete faith over like the legitimacy of them knowing what the fuck they're doing as a doctor. Like, you're gonna try to fix my health problems. Uh, so, in my experience, there are some very smart doctors, but I'd say like one in eight are just complete fucking idiots, which is crazy. Mondo, there's an old joke about that. Here, uh, what do you call the person who finished last in medical school? Like the lowest GPA, lowest test scores. What do you call them? Uh. Teachers? Doctor. Doctor. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they're still doctors. I mean, they still, yeah, they still pass. They still get their doctorate. Uh, I, I got one who isn't as smart as people think. I'm going to throw two motherfuckers under the bus. Oprah Winfrey. I, well, I guess the current Oprah Winfrey is Ellen DeGeneres, right? What? I think okay. Well, Oprah Winfrey <laughs> and Joe Rogan. Like a lot of people, oh, a lot God. of people, yes. like they're like, they're like, people think that their word is 
good as gold. Like it's like it, they 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 know what they talk. They interview so many people. They know so many interesting people, and and uh, they have all the facts right. Like no, no, they no. The, well, the other part with Joe Rogan in particular, which is sort of weird to me, is he for many years he would say, "I'm a fucking moron." Yeah, like oh, I'm a dummy. Like don't listen to me. And then, despite. I, I think people were like, ha, ah, Joe, he's just kidding. He's so humble. Or I, I yeah. don't know how they interpreted that, but like, no, he's legitimately very dumb. Um, great interviewer. He's very good at kind of keeping the flow of a conversation going, but that's like a skill versus kind of intelligence. Yeah. It could be very smart people uh, who are have that are terrible at that skill set. But like, yes, in terms of actually understanding and, and comprehending things, he's, he's just not, he's not very smart. But somewhere, I feel like in the last year to two years he sort of forgot that he's a dummy yeah yeah and like he's like yeah my my opinions on science and um technology and things those are all just as valid as the experts i'm bringing on I'm like joe no yeah no stay in your lane joe yeah just talk about like well no he brings on all these archery he, he brings on all these experts but see all those experts have a focus they they have a narrative and so if he has mm. them on this guest and as long as he's not counter uh, contradicting what they're saying, he's kind of like, "Oh wow, you're a fucking genius!" All of a sudden, Joe absorbs all this information, and he thinks he know he's like an oracle. Anyway, Oprah Winfrey was like that too back in the day, in her heyday, um, where people were like, "Oh my God, Oprah's such a fucking philanthropist. She's so fucking intelligent." Blah 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 blah. No, you're not. You just well, it seems like she might. Both of them might be kind of smart business sense wise. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, business wise, for sure. Both. I mean, look at Joe with his. Uh, multi-million dollar what is it spotify thing and like i mean hey who would have who would have ever thought you turned this platform that you and i are on like a free version of just talking to each other and talking to people and then making a ton of money off of it um he was a pioneer i'll give him that you know and he was you know smart about his moves anyway so so the rogan thing in particular is is cracks me up a little bit because uh like Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, uh, was in the news a lot recently because he tested positive for COVID. Uh, so he's out until I think it's like November 16th or something. But it came out in the midst of that that he had lied about being vaccinated. <laughs> and then in a wild interview with Pat McAfee where he it was like every COVID conspiracy theory he was throwing. He's like, well, I didn't want to take the vaccine because I'm allergic to it, but also because it might make me sterile. And like, it was all the stuff. He revealed that he, he had, instead of taking the vaccine, he had followed advice from Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> like, like they were personally talking. And that was the one that cracked me up because like Bill, Bill Burr had been on uh, Rogan, like during, during the lockdowns and everything like that. And I don't always agree with Bill Burr's opinions, but at least his logic is very consistent. Mm -hmm. And there, they had an exchange where Rogan was like saying, "Like, ah, oh, masks are for pussies," and and Bill Burr just fucking tore him a new one. Like, uh, wait, I'm trying to find the actual test. He, Bill Burr, like, this is from a quote. He, Bill Burr goes, "I'm not going to be sitting here with no medical degree, listening to you with no medical uh, medical degree. All I do is watch the news every two, two weeks. Mask or no mask? Still mask? Okay." And then there was one part where it was like, I can't remember how it came up, but Rogan said something about not being able to like even go out and like rollerblade. And Bill Burr's like, Joe, you can't rollerblade because your knuckles are going to scrape on the ground. <laughs> 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 it's just fucking terrible. Uh, like, so it is, it is, uh, 
it's a little bit mind blowing to me that people are listening to Joe Rogan about yeah. medical advice, but whatever. User uh, user Glutton Asteroth writes, any television doctor, but a special shout out to Dr. Oz who peddles homeopathic bullshit weight loss medicine that is legit dangerous for people. Yeah, a lot of those uh, those doctor, Doctor Phil, Doctor this, Doctor blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Like, what was the the original one when when I was a kid at least was the guy on MTV, Doctor Drew, Doctor Drew, that guy. I mean, he like he, he knows, actually is like a real doctor at least, but yeah. But then when he goes on these reality TV mm-hmm. shows like the rehab ones, it's like uh, kind of cringy. I don't know. He, he he definitely got caught up in the clout chasing for sure. Um, user Noelic underscore V writes the neighbor's child. My mother keeps comparing me to, <laughs> you know, like, Oh, my, my son is a elementary school, uh, student, whatever. Fuck off. I was that, I was that kid, unfortunately. So my parents, my mom would be bragging to me about that, everyone. That That's actually like an old, uh, it's like a, a juke, uh, a juke, a joke about Jewish parents. Uh-huh. Um, and the extent of it was like, it was like, uh, you know, I, I'm trying to think of a Jewish name. Like Adam, whatever, is elected the first Jewish president of the United States. And he t- calls his mom and he wants her to come to the, the inauguration. She's like, oh, I can't. I can't make it. It's it's too far of a drive. He's like, no, no, I'm going to I'm going to have Air Force One pick you up and fly you down. Oh, I can't. I can't get to JFK Airport at that time of the day. No, no, I'll have the Secret Service come and get you in a limousine and take you there. And she goes, OK, OK, fine. I'll find out. And she goes to the inauguration and. You know, he, you know, Adam, whatever his name is, up. He's being sworn in. His, his hand. Uh, actually, I don't know if would a Jewish president have her hand on the Bible. Yeah, they Jewish Jewish people still use the Bible. Whatever. That's not part of the joke. <laughs> um, and and he's being Adam is being sworn in as the president. And she leans over to the former president who's sitting next to her, and she goes, "Did you know his brother's a doctor?" <laughs> yep. Uh huh. I heard that joke. Uh, last one I'll read. Uh, user, user Heatless40 writes Redditors. I thought that was kind of funny. Like, Although, you know what, though? It's a, it's a sliding scale. Compared to other social media users, Redditors are fucking geniuses. Uh-huh. Like, Redditors way, way smarter than Twitter. And then compared to the people in Facebook comments, I can't even... I, I don't. You know what? If you don't want to fall into this category of people who are way dumber than you'd think, do not read Facebook comments. I Those are the dumbest human beings, and I find myself getting dumber anytime I read them. Yeah. Well, it's not even just dumber. It's like um, it, it's not as bad as it when Facebook – well, it's still kind of bad. But people use social media to, like, vent their dirty laundry, like, like private stuff. It's like – I think I, I admittedly, I think I've done that a number of times in my past as a younger, less than mature version of Armando 2.0 that I am now. Uh, that was it for um, a, a younger version of Armando Jose Ramirez. Jose Maria. Maria. Get it right, motherfucker. Um, yeah. Armando Jose Maria Ramirez. We're going we're gonna to try a new, not really completely wholly hashed out segment where we review movies. So we don't know what we're going to call it yet, but we're going to call it... I mean, it's essentially new on Netflix, and we're just talking about a movie. But you know, whatever. So, so for uh, degenerate movie reviews, yeah, one point oh, uh-huh. uh huh. We're gonna talk about Dune. Yeah, yeah, the new, the new, the current Dune, not Doom with an M. No first person shooting. Um, I don't think anyway. I didn't 
see the whole movie, but Dune as in a sand dune. Uh, I saw it all. Did you? See, you said you only saw an hour of it. I saw the first hour. So, so first, what genre would you put this in? I would say I would say like sci-fi. I think that's a trick. I think that's what most people would say. I think it's fantasy. Okay, sure. Because um, we, we were talking about college. Shout out to I don't you know what I don't even remember that professor's name, but. Kind of in the same way Star Wars is fantasy. It's not actually science fiction. Like, just because there's spaceships and technology, they don't really affect the story as much. It's more like uh, real science fiction. It's it's about, like, how the technology is changing society and everything like that. I haven't seen the whole movie, but, yeah, so far, to me, it really felt um, like fantasy. Because on top of, you know, the, yes, there's spaceships and planets, but there's, like, this very sort of mystical element as well. Yep, there is, for sure. Uh, for those of you who have not seen Dune, and maybe you've ventured and were brave enough to try to watch the original Dune, the 1980-whatever-fucking-whatever version of it, th- that first uh, movie got, like, mixed. Um, people don't like sitting through it all because it's kind of a long, and, and it kind of does... There's a lot of uh plot points and stuff uh-huh. that like you can miss if you're not really paying close attention to like what the families are and the history uh but they what I what I didn't like let me start this uh, what I didn't like about this remake or reimagining of Dune is that they don't tell you oh by the way this is just part 1 of could be many there might be a Dune part 2 part 3 part who knows how many dunes they're going to make off of this shit but so yeah don't expect to get like a finality like a conclusion when you finish watching the movie it just kind of like leaves you hanging to like oh there's going to be more to this story but um that was like one of the only major drawbacks to this version of it well so one of the big criticisms of the, the original was there was just no way to pack that whole story yeah into one movie yeah so do you think that was like a positive or a negative? I mean, are, are you just upset because you weren't aware that it was only part one? Yes. But do you, do you think for telling this story that it's actually going to be an overall positive, that, that there'll be multiple installments? Yeah. There, well, for one, yeah, I, I would have liked to have been forewarned, one. Uh, number two, I'm actually excited at the idea that there's going to be more movies. That, okay. but, but so you like that. You just wanted it to be called Dune Part One. There will be more for Armando or Dune the beginning, or Dune something. Like, just to let you know, like, oh, by the way, there's going to be more of this stuff coming. And they better make, they better follow through and make these other ones. How shitty would it be, as good as the reviews are for this this one, uh-huh. how shitty would it would be if they only made the part one, they don't, they don't, they don't make a part two. They, they don't make a sequel to, like, tell, I, like. I don't know, because I haven't finished. I understand it was rhetorical. Yeah, but I mean, it would, it would suck. Because, like, you're like, oh, crap. Uh, you know, they, they, they make this, you know, fantastic movie and you get drawn into some of the the characters and the, you know, back history and the, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. And then like, oh, there's, you don't know what's going to happen. It kind of, you know, it's like, it's like when they made the, the, uh, the Firefly um, TV show, mm-hmm. like it just, it was great. And then that's it. And then they make the movie like, t- you know, 10 years later, but you're like kind of disappointed because they didn't really continue on with yeah, and so so, I think this movie did pretty well. Yeah. Um. So this is Hollywood. Uh huh. And any property that makes money 
I don't think you have to worry about them not wanting to make a sequel. They're not going to be like, oh my God, this this did really well. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Let's just, we, we just don't want to do it. Yeah. We don't like making more money. Fuck it. Like, we want, we want us to have something fresh and original. Like, why rehash the same franchise over and over and over again? Who the fuck would do that in Hollywood? That's not us. That's somebody else. So I think your, your fears, um, not unfounded. I understand why you'd want them, but I, I think you can rest easy is what I'm trying to say. Uh, the main character is played by Timothy... Timothy. Timothy? <laughs> That's how I pronounce it in my head. I don't know if that's how you really say it, but he's got a weird spelling for Timothy. Timothy. It, it's Chamalea it, it, or Chimalea or Chalamea or something. Yeah. I don't know. But it's, it's spelled like T-I-M-O-T-H-E-E. Timothy. 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 <laughs> Is he is he a French kid? Is he a French actor? I've I've seen him in one it, other is movie. Is it like Chalamet or something? I don't know. I've seen him in one other movie, and it was called The King. Or he's done a lot of stuff. Uh, I've only seen one other flick of of his. Well, well before could, could we back up? Sure. For for one thing, actually maybe two, because I remember seeing the uh, whatever the you know the original Dune movie as a teenager, and the, there was a couple of gripes I had with it. The first was I remember getting the end to it and being like, what the fuck did I just watch? Like, yeah. what happened? I don't... It was it was very hard to follow. Uh, and I think, particularly back then, I had, like, a very good uh, attention span, and I had no idea what the fuck was going on by the end of it. And I don't I don't think that was a problem for this one. Like, even with the hour I watched, I was like, okay, I know who the people are. Like, they yeah, sort yeah. of laid this out. Uh, there was a lot of exposition, but they got through it pretty quickly. Um and then the second part, I remember thinking when I saw the original, I was like, holy shit, how many drugs did they do when they made this? This was so fucking weird. Um, do, do you think, it, it seemed like there was still that weirdness in in this one. I think that's just part of the series, maybe part of its charm. It, it, to me, it seemed like they kind of uh, toned that down a little bit. Is that accurate or... I, I don't know. When When you're in a fantasy world and if you really get drawn into what it's trying like the story it's trying to tell you it, you really immerse yourself in it like i don't I, I'm that whole like what the fuck are these guys smoking like it isn't it isn't like i'm like oh cool crazy shit's happening awesome you just accept the 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 crazy stuff going on the lunacy of it the 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 in the original it just seems so weird and part of it was cuz like they had ridiculous costumes but they didn't quite pull them off like it didn't seem organic to the world it was just like them trying to do a costume where it would almost pull me out of it. Yeah. Where I didn't have any issues with that in this one. Um, even when they were talking about how this, they're drinking their sweat with these like special desert suits. Yeah. I'm like, hmm, that actually yeah, sounds cool. Yeah, but think about this though. But when you're, when, when this movie came out in the early 80s, if you're watching that movie then, like you're thinking like, oh shit, this is like super futuristic. You, 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 you suspend disbelief, suspend belief. You suspend belief, and you're like, okay, I'm going to accept all this you crazy... You suspend disbelief. Uh-huh, you that so one. close. You that one. got it. I said both of them, just in case. <laughs> I covered my base. I covered my ass. Anyway, you, the, 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 the special effects of, of back then were, like, revolutionary. Like, the, you know, those scenes where they, where they have the blue eyes and all that shit, and then they fire the guns at, at the... You know, anyway. So you're watching this movie, and you tend to... I mean, we're in an age now where CGI is commonplace. So you watch this movie and all, and the, whatever special effects and CGI stuff that happens, you're like, you kind of like, okay, I accept it's part of it. The kind of 
general sort of kind of not really premise of it is that there's there's an existing family that let's just call them I, I don't remember what they were called in the movie but they were they were a brutish family they were violent they were not nice people the the Hawkins yeah something it was something Hawkins or Harkins I just watched it and I can't remember any yeah, of the family they were, names they're called like the Harkins or the Hawkins anyways this family made a killing off of mining this spice this stuff called spice that basically it's kind of like a kind of like a drug like a medicine but they also use this spice to like you know navigate through planet inter- interstellar navigation yeah the, the space is the main fuel that allows for intergalactic travel so it's like the most valuable substance in the whole galaxy the spice and it was house harkonnen harkonnen and then the other sort of main house atreides is yeah atreides so the Harkonnens basically, you know, the the emperor's like, fuck you, you're not going to mine this planet anymore. They kind of strip them of the, the power of being the the house that oversees the mining operation. And they then in, inject these, this house Atreides family to take over the mining operations. And uh, so obviously there's now there's beef between the Harkonnens and the Atreides so that's kind of like L- the little Game of Thrones vibes. Yeah, that's kind of like the 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 basic gist of what is going on. And once you kind of get that part of it going on, you're kind of like, okay, I can uh, I can immerse myself in this this story, well, this Game of Thrones stuff. Well, and just to be just to be clear, it's like the Atreides family seem like the relatively normal ones in this universe. Relatively, there, there's still some weird shit going on. Yeah, but the Harkonnen. Are just they're, they're like um, like if Jabba the Hutt and like the Hellraiser monster like had a yeah. baby that the that's what House Harkonnen is like they're just very dark and fucked up they 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 uh, they are amused by like violence and 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 torture and it's like I don't know they 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 they're, like, they're the BDSM family yeah for sure by the way. I don't know the actor's name in this movie that plays like the main Harkonnen guy, but that actor, he's I seen him in a bunch of other movies. Something Skarsgård or some fucking could be some uh, Swedish or Norwegian or some fucking. But the dude, the way they costume him in this one versus the the original Dune, I like what they did with him in this movie much better. Um, he seems more creepy, like more gross and. And like Aaron said, like like Jabba the Hutt, like you're kind of like, Ugh. yeah, yeah, yeah. In that's, the f- that's my audio interpretation of what he looked like. In the original Dune, the uh, the Duke, uh, the Duke Harkonnen Duke guy had like all these warts and zits and shit, and then he had like this doctor that would like pick at him and be like, oh, your warts, uh, your warts uh, enlighten me, or like he was kind of like. I don't know. He kind of like. Oh my God! It was the woman from West Coast Videos' son. Uh, probably. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> That's how the tie it. Huh? But what they did in this one is a little bit different than that. But he still manages to be a very gross, like just disgusting, stinky guy. I don't know. I mean, he can levitate, apparently. Yeah. Well, they did that in the first one too. In the first one, he flew around and shit. And but uh, sadly, there's no knock on wood yet. There's no sting. <laughs> There's no sting. There's no major. But they had a there, bunch there of... There was sting in Only Murders in the Building, which we reviewed last time. Yeah. So, you know, o- o- only one sting every month. Yeah. We, we, you can only have so much sting. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm happy. 
I'm happy to kind of revisit the the story of of Dune. Um, I was sad that I, we only get to like a certain part because even the original movie, if you watch the original Dune, you start watching it, a bunch of shit happens, and the Atreides, the main Atreides guys, goes through his like adventure stuff, and then like it just kind of stops abruptly. It isn't like it just kind of like we're gonna stop here, and there was no Dune Part Two. I think they did like Children of Dune or some other kind of offshoot miniseries thing wannabe, but it never really really did very well. The Dune Babies, sure, but uh, it was animated. Yeah, this 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 movie does the same thing, only a little more sooner than the original Dune as far as the storyline goes. Uh, what'd you think of uh, what'd you think of the kind of the pacing? Yeah. That was, <laughs> that was so okay. So so far, that was my my main gripe. Uh, was it's a two and a half hour movie. I made it an hour into it, and like very very little has happened. Um, they go heavy. Uh, I mean, they have to do a lot of exposition, which I I think is helpful, just so you understand the dynamic and what's happening, and you don't end up like the first movie, like what the fu- who are these people? What? Yeah. Uh, but. Not very much happens at all. Like, so we we set up the basic premise of it's okay. It's these, um, you know, it's it's sort of this intergalactic empire. There are these these families. You know, it's sort sort of uh, instead of Westeros, it's a galaxy, and and um, you know, instead of uh, Lannister, it's the the Harkonnen, and and I mean, they're not. It's not a one to one, but you see what I'm saying. And it's like okay, so the Atreides house is taking over for. The Harkonnen house uh, in mining the spice. That is the entire first hour of the movie. Yeah, like nothing else. I mean, there there are some scenes where you're kind of setting things up a little bit. You're setting up some of the mysticism. There seems to be this like coven of like space witches. Yeah, that can see the future and things like that. That's sort of like introduced, but nothing really happens with that yet. Um, they have this ability that's basically like the Jedi, where they would say something and then they would hypnotize the person. It's it's yeah, it's like the Jedi mind trick, but way fucking creepier. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's Dune. Yeah, they're, they're, it's like take anything from Star Wars and then just put it in like black latex and some Vaseline. Whoa, and then then you've got Dune. That's basically the vibe that they're going for. Yeah, uh, but like. So so I've gone through 60 minutes of screen time and like they've just the basic premise has been established. And I'm like, huh, does I wonder if anything happens in the next 90 minutes or, or if this is just the pacing of the whole movie. It I, I'm going to roll the dice here and say that's going to be the pacing of the entire series of movies, oh, wow. depending on however many movies they make. There's just that much shit going on that, that I think the the speed of which the plot kind of comes at you is not going to be any... Uh-huh faster sooner quicker it's going to kind of take its time in in telling you all the stuff that's going on um a lot of fantastic uh marquee actors in it outside of a, a mm. timothy 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 um it, what was the south park character it was uh the, the guy, yeah <laughs> could just call him to me uh, uh chalamet let's see dave bautista is in it he, uh, I, he, in his one dramatic scene, I thought he was excellent. Oh no, he's he's in it a couple more scenes. Oh, the, that I saw. There's one part where he oh. was really pissed off that they no longer had control of the spice, and I was like, man, I felt that. I believed you, Dave. <laughs> I felt your anger. He's a good actor, man. He is. He's that a dude, very he, good actor. That dude is a, a he's a real dude, man. Uh, what other awesome acting actors that you, people would recognize? 
Oscar Isaac plays Duke Leto Atreides, who's basically Timothy's dad. Is Oscar Isaac? He does a good job. Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin's fantastic. Oh, that guy's name. Very good at being cranky. The uh, the the Duke Harkon- Harkonnen is Stellan, Stellan Skarsgård. Skarsgård. Yeah. yeah, he's a fantastic actor. Jason Hot Heartthrob Momoa. <sighs> Can I yeah. give you a little fun fact about Jason Momoa? Okay. You know, Eric Leiser, for the longest time, used to carry around a picture in his wallet of the guy from Full House. John Stamos. John Stamos. He used to carry a picture of John Stamos. It was like his man crush, right? Okay. He had since removed John Stamos as his man crush picture in his photo wallet thing to Jason Momoa. Uh (laughs) That's just a fun fact for you. Um, Uh, Yeah. You know what? I'm not going to dwell on that. Moving on. (laughs) Uh, Josh Brolin, you mentioned him. Javier Bardem, which I'm excited to see. I I do want to say I was a little bit disappointed in Jason Momoa's performance as far as I've seen in the movie. I he, he kinda, was the one where I'm like, uh, he kind of does the same. He kind of does the same character. Aquaman, yeah, kind of. But like, I, I could see in like a campy DC movie that's just kind of bad that, that like that working. But it, everyone else's, I mean, the performances seem, you know seem very good. Like they're really kind of hitting the tone. And then there's Jason Momoa, like, hey guys, yeah, <laughs> I'm Jason Momoa. Oh, I fought this guy. It was really tough. You know, like that's nice because there there were some uh, moments of levity. Like one of the the parts where I was like, this is like the one joke they've had in the whole fucking movie was, um, I, I take it like he he was you know tr- tr- combat training you know Timothy Chalamet. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, and you don't you don't get to see him doing that, but they obviously have a relationship, and like they they hug, and he's like, oh, wow, look at that, you're putting on some muscle, and, and the Timothy Chalamet's like, really? He's like, no, <laughs> no, there's a very very skinny dude. Did you get to the part? Did you? I'm not gonna. So I don't want to ruin it for you. Mm-hmm. Did you get to the the spitting scene? Yes. Okay. That was that for that moment was funny. That scene was yeah. kind of comedic. I like that part. I mean, yeah. So it it is a very at, sort of heavy atmospheric movie, very somber, like a lot of uh, like like sort of um, minor chord synths in the yeah. background and stuff like that. I don't know if there actually are synths, but that's what it felt like. Just a lot of like that kind of feeling. And yeah, he he thus far, at least what I saw, were some of the few moments of level levity, um, which which is fine. I think the writing was good. I just like I felt his performance didn't quite hold up to everyone else around him, but that's ah, fine whatever the only uh, other like big uh, major notable actress in the movie is zendaya who plays chani who's one of the uh one of the fremen who um, yeah an hour into the movie she's been in like what six seconds of screen time yeah um fun fact trivia for you Ooh, another fun fact in the original 1984 Film Dune. Zendaya was also in it. No, no, no. The uh the she's forty seven. The woman that plays Chani in the original. Okay. In the 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 Fremen. The Fremen whatever. That actress, fast forward, she's uh she's the uh the detective in Pet Vent- Pet Ventura de- pet detective that has the wiener in the butt. The guy. Yes. That actress is the same one from 1984's Dune. She's the Chinese. I liked. I liked how you described her. The detective that has the wiener and the butt guy. <laughs> that was. I mean, <laughs> everyone knows. So like one. It's. I mean, it's a terrible description in the sense that. But you. But I knew exactly who you're exact, talking okay, about. Okay, thank you. Appreciate it. Fuck. Thank now you. I'm blanking on her name. Um, she. Because she, she was supposed to. Oh, what was her name? Wiener in the butt. 
she she was someone who people were just kind of terrified. I remember she had a role that the actress was super creepy. The actress in the original Dune? No, the Ace Ventura pet detective. It was like Shannon or Sean Young. I don't know, maybe Sean Young. Yeah, yeah. I think I think she's also just supposed to be a little bit crazy. How do you know that? Where do you get that from? Because there was this whole thing about her being like fucking nuts. Well, I believe it. Well, if she likes to have a wiener in her butt. Yeah. That wasn't... She didn't have a wiener in her butt. She tucked her she, she wiener... She was tucking her penis. She wasn't putting it in her butt. She put her wiener in her butt. Not in her butt, adja- butt adjacent. How do you know it didn't, like, slip in? Like, whoop. Because then you wouldn't have been able to see it. She, maybe she should have done that if she really wanted to go... Well, not straight. all the way in. I mean, like, just, like, like tucked in the crack. Like just just a quick question: Are we really discussing? That? <laughs> <laughs> Sean Young is who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so she she played. Wait, who did? So who did she play in the original? She plays Chani. The other part I want to I want to say like Fremen. It really makes me think of uh, you know how people say like like men and women like they can't be friends, but that's what it sounds like. It's like if if you had like a a, a female friend, it's, oh it's my Fremen. Oh, like uh, kind of like a friend zone. Yeah. Girl, like I, I'm, she, I'm, I'm, she's my fremen. Well, friend zone implies that one person is actually romantically attracted. Uh huh. But like, this is like the the mythical, like, no, they're actually just platonic friends, and neither one has any feelings. Fremen, they're fremen. Yeah, it's my fremen. They're like, no, fremen can't really exist. And it's like, no, like, yeah, you could have a fremen. Like, no, one or the other is going to be attracted. So it's a fremen is a one real relationship. And you're like, no. So yeah, uh, really. I I don't know. It's a really good movie. I enjoyed it. Did you like it? At least the one hour that you seen. Like I know you said that there was a lot of exposition, and you're kind of like, all right. Well, I mean, did but did you enjoy what you saw so far? This <sighs> it's, t- it's tough to. So, I, I thought the visuals were it, it really excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, it made me think of Stanley Kubrick, who, if you're familiar, he had this thing about every frame a painting, where he he wanted every if you could take literally any frame. In his movie, and if you just freezed it on that, like it would, it would make a really cool, you know, painting or poster or whatever like that. Like that's how good the cinematography had to be. Uh-huh. And like I actually found myself watching uh, Dune like with that, like like almost like oh that would be a cool painting, that would be a cool painting, like every shot. So yeah. it, so I thought like the atmosphere, the cinematography, all that was excellent. But I think part of the reason I was focusing so much on this every frame of painting thing is because I was fucking bored. <laughs> oh. like, I'm like, dude, can we? I, I, this is great that we're setting everything up. Like, this looks really cool. But could we? Could we kind of like get on with it a little bit? Like, can we have something happen? You also got to remember, you were watching this last night after watching a full UFC, so you're probably already kind of a little bit tired of like sitting in one place and watching TV or I don't know. I think if you woke up and then you turned it on fresh, like, oh, okay. That is literally what I did. I watched the first hour this morning. Oh, this morning? Yeah. Oh, I thought you did it like before going to bed last night. <laughs> no, if, if if you compare uh, the first hour of Dune to the Michael Chandler Justin Gaethje fight, it's a. It would be a tough transition. Yeah, if you went from yeah. the one to the other, because there's no no heart racing moments thus far. I enjoyed the shit out of Dune. I almost watched it again this morning, oh, but wow. instead I watched um, another TV series thing for for a later date. But uh, I enjoyed it. I would watch it again. Uh, it's worth watching it a couple times, I think. Uh, and uh, the actors did a good job. Um, I look forward to Dune Part Two, whatever the fuck they're gonna call that. 
Yeah. Well, based on the first hour, I was bored, but I'm I'm gonna watch the next ninety minutes. Like it was a well made <laughs> movie. Like it was good at you know good acting, and I do want to see if there's any sort of payoff for all this setup in the first movie. Like like things have just started happening. They're about to go out in the desert, and they got a suit that recycles all your sweat and everything, and you can drink it. And I was like, oh, okay, all right, I'm on board. I want one of those suits. <laughs> Uh, I've got, uh, we, uh, Mondo, can you, can you, does it also recycle your pee? I think it's supposed to. The, the suit, so you can yeah. drink your sweat and pee. Yeah, yeah, I think it's, I think, yeah, I think it's supposed to take can all. Can you, like, tweak the percentages for different flavors? Like, all right, I want 30% set sweat, 70% well, pee. Well, that's why, you remember that scene where they make tea or coffee or whatever that was? I do not remember that. Okay, so you haven't seen that part yet. I, I don't want to ruin that. It's pretty, you're like, oh, crazy. You're like, okay. Any, anyway, I don't want to get into it uh, I've got nothing else for this episode um, outside of the fact that we saw phenomenal fights last night um, congratulations Doug Rose congratulations Doug uh, Rose Jason, uh, Justin I said Jason Justin Gaethje Doug Rose uh, you know I'm not a Kamar Usman Doug fan Ro- but he beat the shit out of Kobe Doug again Rose and uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode mm-hmm. you have anything else you want to add yeah Colby Covington fans are hilarious <laughs> This is the first time I've I've seen so many comments uh, on social media that they're like, Colby Covington was robbed. It should have been a draw. (laughs) Oh, no. He lost. He lost. I've never seen that before, though, because they're saying that he won won rounds three, four, and five, and then the second round was a 10-8. But, like, I've never heard fans cry that a fight was a robbery and their fighter should have gotten a draw. Yeah, I, that's I, just next level. I think he, I think he legitimately lost. I think we talked about this. I think he looked better the first fight, even though he got knocked out and his jaw got broken the first fight. I think he, I think he performed better. The second fight, I felt like Usman was a bit sloppier and was allowing himself to get tagged a bit more than he should have. Mm-hmm. I, I just think Usman's a better boxer than he performed yesterday. But outside of that, the fights were phenomenal. The main card, everything about it, the opener, Justin Gaethje, Chandler, they delivered. Thank. Thank Allah. It was a fantastic fight. A lot of people are like rematch just because they want to see the shit happen again. Such a good fight. Um, but yeah. I, I want to see Chandler versus uh, Khabib protege. Islam Makachev. Makachev. Yeah. 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 Anyway, mm-hmm. I've got nothing else to add to this episode. Do you have anything else you want to add? That long pause means no. (laughs) Uh, We hope you guys enjoyed the episode. See you guys in the week. We appreciate you guys listening. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. Mondo here. I just want to take the time to say on behalf of myself and Aaron that we appreciate everyone who's taken the time to listen to our podcast. We know there's hundreds of thousands of podcasts to choose from, but you took some time out of your day to listen to us ramble on. Please share our podcast, like and subscribe, follow us on all our social media platforms and all that jazz. Whether you love us, hate us, agree with our opinions or disagree, we still love you.